0: Hello world, what's going on, man? Y'all already know who it is. It's the boy D. Adorellis, and I came through because we got to touch on this Le'Veon topic, man. I briefly touched on it in one of my other episodes, um, but here's just a quick little segment on it. You know, a lot of people didn't like how he he dealt with the situation. Me, I thought it was perfect. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Why did I think it was perfect? If you look at how Pittsburgh uses Le'Veon Bell and what he's done to change that office dramatically—it's—it's just—it's nothing short than sensational. You know, he's been considered the best back in the league for a couple of years now, and they use him as a wide receiver. They use him as a running back. You know, so for them to not want to pay him and to franchise tag him for a second time, in which I kind of blame the NFLPA for that. Because that was something stupid to agree to. You know, I think at the end of the day, it benefits the owners more than that benefits the actual players. And we're getting a first, you know, eyewitness to it. By all means, Le'Veon, they don't want to pay you. But if you do play under this tag again, they're still going to use you and, and try to run you through the ground. He's still young, but he's a running back at the end of the day. You know, their shelf life isn't, 10, 15 years anymore, man. Like, it's been shortened. And then he's been injured a couple of times due to, you know, some dirty hits. So I won't even say he's injury prone. He just, you know, been on the bad side of the fence when it came to those hits. And everybody knows who Burflick is and what his reputation is around the league. So I don't blame him at all for holding out, not showing up, and things like that. And then when you have your offense alignment and teammates, you know, commenting on, your contract situation, like, come on, that, that's like bro code right there. You don't do that. Don't worry about that man pockets. You know what I'm saying? You, you get paid what you get paid, and you deserve what you deserve, and vice versa for him. You know, he puts in a lot of work for that team. So now at this point, me being a running back, I got my offensive lineman talking about me. Oh, absolutely I'm not coming back now because I don't even feel like I, are y'all going to do y'all job for me. Now the trust is is completely gone, you know. Shout out to AB for, you know, sticking up for him and like, yo, now we all we got, man. Do what you got to do. That's how, that's when you can tell who's really with you and who's really not. You know what I'm saying? So Pittsburgh has smartened up and they've starting to take trade, you know, offers for Le'Veon. And which they should have just started doing if you knew you wasn't gonna pay him. Like, you knew the contract situation was gonna turn real sour. It was no point in keeping this man on your roster. You know, at this point, the relationship is broken. You know, they let that be known before the season even started. You know, so I don't think it was smart for them to wait three weeks, four weeks in. Well, three weeks in, you know what I'm saying, to start taking offers. But at the end of the day, he was going to walk and they was going to, you know, get absolutely nothing for him. Um, but I, I really think that it was a real grimy situation with the Pittsburgh Steelers and them treating him the way they did. You know, Tomlin is starting to lose that locker room. And that's been, you know, the rumor around Pittsburgh for a couple of years now. So, like I said, as far as my opinion on Le'Veon Bell and how he handled this situation, stay home, bro. Stay home. It's no point in showing up. You handled this shit exactly how you should have, you know? It sucks that it had to get to that point, but it, it, it shouldn't be no more owners being able to use and abuse players. And if they mess around and get hurt, their value goes down. And now they're really not in a position to really negotiate, you know? And that sucks. That's That's a real selfish and grimy move. And that's not gonna get your organization nowhere. And if you lose Le'Veon Bell, I don't see Antonio Brown being too happy about that. You know, luckily Juju has proven that he can be a, a, a great wide receiver in this league because I think if Brown doesn't, if Brown was coming up on like a contract year, I'm not sure if he would even stay with y'all at this point. You know, luckily y'all didn't, y'all didn't treat him like that. I don't know the difference, I don't know the relationship. You know, difference between the organizations and Bell versus Brown, but luckily he's there. But Ben but Big Ben is is probably on his way out within the next two years. You know. He he's just up there, his body's starting to break down on him. So you are gonna need somebody. Now James Conner looks like a good running back, you know. Of course I I'm the type of person I like to give them time. I don't go off of one or two games and consider them great, you know, like some folks do. But he, he looks like he's a good running back. Is he a Le'Veon? Absolutely not. Le'Veon is just a different type of back that I don't know why, if that man is on your roster, you need to do what you need to do to keep him on your roster, you know? So that was my quick take on it, man. Please let me know how y'all feel about it. Um, Now you can go ahead and support the podcast. Um, You can subscribe monthly. The options are $1, $5, and $10. The link will be in my bio on IG. If y'all do not have that page, it is DA underscore Realist underscore 01. Check me out, man. Y'all stay blessed.